0: But welcome all everyone back to another episode of Awesome Awful. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And on this week's episode, we're gonna be talking about the awesome aspects of the, the afterlife. Afterlife. Is there one? What's the what happens when we get there? Uh, what you know, it, 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 I mean, what do you believe? What do people we've talked to believe? What uh yeah, what are the awesome aspects of it? What would that mean for life, for humans, on this planet, if we knew for a fact that there was afterlife? Oh, boy, I didn't know you we were supposed to narrow it down to just humans. Well, no, I, I don't <laughs> want, that's the thing. I don't want it to be okay. for just humans. Uh, I want it to be for everything, for all life and dogs, especially dogs, because I lost my dog, Sammy, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of all the, dogs do go to heaven. That's, that's just science i mean it's yeah a proven fact at yeah. this point yeah but yeah man so uh i really love this topic it's something that i have thought about for literally probably the most majority of my life <clears throat> i have, have researched it endlessly throughout the years oh boy of because uh, i mean it's everyone says well everyone wants to know what happens when we die but like i became kind of like obsessed about it like yeah, it's easy thing that it's an easy rabbit
1: hole to fall into for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you know, what uh do you want to start off? You want me to start off or oh um,
1: I got a, a lot to say about this, <laughs> you okay. know. Um, so the first thing is I was having trouble finding the awful parts about this. Right. I was we were talking about this before we, we turned the mics on. Um, because uh, there's really only awesome aspects to it, it would, it would uh, not only, I mean, there's, there's, there are awful aspects, but you can always tie it back to an awesome aspect of it. Right, you know yeah. I mean? So the first thing I thought of, that I just couldn't seem to get out of my head, was,
0: was reincarnation. Reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> you know That's a big part of it many is civilizations. I mean, yes. it's not mm-hmm. like, that is a very valid point to start with.
1: Yeah. Billions of people believe in reincarnation. With, I mean, with a B. With a B. Billions, yes. yeah. Um, and basically, for people who don't know that that are living under a rock, let me let me bring up the Google definition of what reincarnation is. Most people know what it is. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version, which is basically you come back as something else. Yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> another life form depends yeah.
0: on how well you lived
1: during that life, because that brings in karma too. Exactly. And I, I don't want to go all the way into karma. Yeah. I mean, and I did write it down in my awesome uh, uh, list, but basically what what Google says is It's a person or animal in whom a particular soul is believed to have been reborn. Mm. So it kind of goes back to, you know, the first law of thermodynamics. If you want to read that quote again uh, before we – Mike read a quote before we turned the mics on too about uh, some cool shit about physics. But first law of thermodynamics is – let me bring up that Google definition too here – Basically, cannot
0: be destroyed. Yeah, energy can't be can't be created or
1: destroyed. It just moves from one thing on. It it becomes orderly and then disorderly. You know. So, Um, but the official definition of the first law thermodynamics is that energy is always conserved. It cannot be created or destroyed. In essence, energy can be converted from one form into another. So, essentially, the first law of thermodynamics states. Technically, there is no afterlife, but technically there is, right yeah, I mean, so it's, it's like you're going catch 20. Yeah. So, so if there is an afterlife, it's here on Earth. Right. And if there is an afterlife, it means that we have a soul or an essence or a being. Right. And it just changes into something else. Yeah. So, therefore, reincarnation is literally a thing. It's, it's scientifically proven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just in a different way that you thought of, you know. Yeah, and that's
1: still awesome to me. Yeah, you know, over, like,
0: like, 100%. Yeah, yeah Well, but, that's one thing that uh, thinking about the afterlife, and as the older I've gotten, the more... Case, yeah, the, the smarter I've become, because my brain's matured, sure. and yeah. it's not just you know, pearly gates guy with a beard anymore, but it's become more nuanced and more, uh, difficult, I guess, to explain like what happens when, like what my, if you were to ask me coming down the street, Mike, what do you think happens when we die? You know, I'll be like, all right, do you have like an hour to talk about it? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what to believe because there's thermodynamics, <laughs> yeah. there's reincarnation, there's heaven, there's, Hell, there's the purgatory. That there's uh, the uh, Dante Alighieri's The Inferno, where oh, love everybody goes, no matter what you've great done. Great video game too, by the way. Yeah, a yeah. great video game. Yeah. Horrific. Horrific. And yeah, it's a horror game, but yeah. uh, you know, so I mean, there's just these so many things that I have looked into, I have thought about, I've read about, I've talked to other people about, to where to what my opinion is the definitive. Answer, is there an afterlife? Yes or no? For me, yes. Uh, I think there is something after this life. And it's not because of the pessimistic answer. This just can't be it. Yeah. I I, I don't like that answer. I really think that's just pessimistic. And I think that is uh, selfish, too. And then, because I find that a lot of, like, asshole atheists are, like, this is the one chance we get. You have to be decent, mm. and then there are assholes who are religious, and go well. As long as I repent, I'm going to go to heaven. I'm gonna, yeah, and and I'm actually, gonna get yeah, and I'm going to get my reward, and I'm going to. Doesn't matter how shitty I am in this life, mm-hmm. it can be for both of those people. So mm-hmm. I, for me, it's I think that all creatures, human, animal, have a soul. You can see that in. Uh, the way dogs react when someone is feeling ill, but the way mm-hmm. cats do it too. Yeah. Uh, even, y- you've really seen apes and monkeys when it, they are taught. Dolphins to, and elephants too. Dolphins and elephants. Yeah. Elephants grieve. Yeah. Like I they had mourn their death, their, yeah. their, their, their family's death and stuff. Yeah. So for me, I think that's one of the main elements of what it costs to have a soul mm-hmm. is the ability to mourn. Yeah. And. Even if it's only, like, a day. You know I mean? People like, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. Great-grandma died. You know, there's not, I mean, I can't, like, I'm going to be sad about her death. But, yeah. like, I can't let it drag me down to nothing. Right. And so, like, it, I really just think that yeah, the, if there's something for everyone, uh, it's, what that is, I think, is going, to, we are never going to know until someone dies. Someone dies, yeah, yeah, until it happens. I think, I was telling Danny about this. There's a great documentary called Afterlife. It was made in like 2013 on Amazon Prime. Uh, It's available right now to stream on Amazon Prime, but you can buy it other places. But this full disclosure, I'm not sponsored by Amazon
1: yet. (laughs) Yet.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are reaching out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Amazon, get in touch. Yeah, (laughs) there's nine people listening to us right
1: now. You know you want And those nine people don't have... Don't even know what Amazon is. Yeah, we, we, they, could, <laughs>
0: they could join up. Uh, but this author, he's written nine books, and I can't remember the guy's name or the other people that he's talked to, but he's written most of these books with uh, with doctors, with these two doctors. And these guys have dedicated their careers and their lives to studying near-death experiences and near-death experiencers, NDRs. Mm-hmm. And they've interviewed countless people Because they're doing about it scientifically. And of everyone that they've interviewed, 97% of those people interviewed have the same experience. That's fucking
1: insane to me. Yeah. So
0: there's the tunnel. There's the warm, welcoming light. There are light figures there. Those that are... They know who they are. They're family members. There's somebody there that is a knowing, loving presence. And uh there's a sense that they're feeling of coming home like there's a total of like nine elements that they've found that are that are consistent that throughout consistent all. in each yeah. one of them mm-hmm. and those are like the first five that are the first yeah. five that I the out-of-body remember. experience i think is another out-of-body way. experience yeah, yeah and people have that mm-hmm. even when they're under anesthesia yep so it's i don't know it's so it's yeah. like the the oh, fuck, what is that word i'm trying to think of like uh the possibilities of that, I think, are fascinating.
1: Right. It, what, what happens with me, though, is is my left side brain t- tends to take over with with, uh, with this scientific rigor of, of the afterlife that, you, that you're talking about. Right. Which is, okay, if they all are having the, those same elements, mm-hmm. well, then those are just elements of the chemicals happening inside your brain and you're about to die. Right. You know, like DMT is inside your, your pineal gland. Right. And, and, and if your brain goes, huh, I guess I'm fucking dying. Might as well make this pleasant, right? It just f- probably just releases, I, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, obviously, but it probably just re- floods your brain with chemicals, right? And you just fucking hallucinate. You are tripping balls right before you die. Yeah. And it's peaceful. Yeah. You've hit serene, you know? Or sometimes it's absolutely terrifying. Either way, you're going to die. <laughs> so it's like, so... See, that's, that's my cynical side taking over, right? Yeah, but like, you, It's not you,
0: really passing over into the yeah. other side, I don't think. But when you say know. that, though, too, because I'm the same. I was thinking about the same way. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, but they're all human. Like, doesn't matter the race, creed, whatever, they're all human. Mm-hmm. And all humans have DMT inside their brains. Right. But the, me, the thing is that seals it to me that it's like a passing over is the coming back into their bodies. That is crazy, right? Yeah. Like, they're talking, like, let's talk to some of them. They're like, I was, yeah, yeah. like, I was slammed Mm -hmm. back into my body. Yeah. And it was just, all of a sudden, I just was aware again that I was alive. I was watching this documentary, or not documentary, I think it's a series on Netflix. It's called Surviving Death.
1: Have you ever heard about that? Yeah, I've heard about that one. That would be really good to watch, too. I hate, I hate the second episode. It's about mediums. And you could tell every single one of them are full of shit. I, I, I was very disappointed by the second episode, but the first episode was hook, line, and sinker for me. Okay. It was about near-death experiences. And they were talking, this lady who who starts off the uh, episode is talking about how she was kayaking. She um, flipped her kayak down some rapids. I mean, she was underwater for like 30 minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah. And her kayak was flipped over, so she was hitting the rocks underneath. So she broke her neck, she broke her spine, she broke both of her arms, all of her ribs, every, everything in her upper torso. She was dead. Yeah. She had to have been dead like there's no way she can come back from that, right right? Well, she did, right? And so she, and she was ex- describing her experience of just like, and she didn't feel any pain. She knew everything was broken, and she was watching her body float down the river. Oh wow! She saw the people who she was kayaking with find her body. She looked, and when they flipped her out and took her out of the uh, out of like a river, she was bloated. She unrecognizable. Her body was basically dead. Yeah. I mean, just like just there's no coming back from that. And like they started doing CPR on her and uh, uh, and something else, right? And and all of a sudden, uh, she sees this light. Right? And same, same thing, you know, this 97% of experiences, right? And she gets uh, told by somebody she knows. She didn't know who it was. But somebody, she, she, a voice she recognizes, I think is what she said. She didn't, could, couldn't quite tell who it was. It's not yet. It's not your time yet. It's like, what the fuck does that mean, right? You know? And then, all the, and then just, like, not all of a sudden, but, like, gradually she kept floating back towards her body and just kind of opened her eyes and she could see those people uh, exa- exactly how they were arranged around her body yeah. what they were saying um, and basically when she opened her eyes they were all stunned because they all knew she was dead and when she opened her eyes they it, it took her took them another hour and a half to get them to, a, get to get her to a hospital and she still survived that damn that's this is i mean this is fucking insane this 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 near-death experience that's not even near-death like you are
0: fucking dead lady <laughs> you know well, that's uh, another one like what you're just talking about made me think one of the because he interviews other near-death experiencers throughout in the documentary the first half is the main important part for me I think because it has a lot of the science and the data of everything but then he gets into some like four or five stories of people who have died and this lady says she was at the hospital she was going in for a procedure and they fucked up. They gave her the wrong medicine. And she saw the person like, inject her. And the guy's eyes went wide. Like, I knew he just fucked up. And then all of a sudden she's out. And then she's floating above her body. And that's another one of the nine aspects of the... Yeah. Is seeing the frantic resuscitation efforts. of Like while being in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she knew this doctor said, get the crash cart. This doctor said, starting CPR. This doctor person said, I'm starting this. And she saw all what they were doing. They brought in the heart monitor. They put it onto her chest. She was like, what the hell is that? I'm going to go check it out. Goes down and sees the heart monitor and that it's flatlined. And she's like, oh, I, I died. Yeah. And she's watching them do all of this resuscitating to her body. And then she uh, wakes up and she's like, oh man, you brought in the heart monitor, you brought in the crash cart, you said this to him, the doctors are like, the fuck did you just say to me? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, they were like, yeah, that's exactly what
1: happened. You know what's even crazier? What? On the same fucking episode, Mm -hmm. they were interviewing a lady who was pregnant. Ooh. Right. And uh, they were interviewing her, or she was pregnant before she had the new right? So... And uh, about four months into the pregnancy, she knew she was going to die when she uh, gave birth. Absolutely knew it in her gut. Ooh. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but uh, she was just talking about it, talking about it. She was having nightmares, visions, um, this feeling she couldn't shake. Yeah. She knew she was going to die. It's like one of those, like, <coughs> um, when Alabama's playing, like, Southern California. Er, Playing like Coastal Carolina or something, yeah, you know just, Alabama's uh, gonna win. That. Yeah, it's like sure, one of those yeah. like for sure thing gonna happen. If she knew it, she decided to have the baby anyways because that's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Well, lo and behold, she she's telling her pediatric or not pedi- is a pediatrician who who uh, the obstetrician, kids? whatever. Yeah, she her she has a, a family doctor. Yeah, she, OBGYN. Yeah, OBGYN. She was she was telling her about this, and she goes, and the OBGYN is, is going, dude. Baby's healthy. You're healthy. Quit freaking out, man. It's cool. Whatever. You know, this is your third kid or whatever it was, it's right? Cool, baby. Like you've done this before. What? Right. Why? Is, why is this one so different? Right? She's just like calming her down. She's like, okay, I ain't a crazy. Blah blah blah. Lo and behold, come and having delivered the baby. There's complications with the with uh uh with the delivery process. She dies. She fucking dies on the operating table. Oh shit! And she goes, and the, and the OBGYN is, is is delivering the baby. She goes. No fucking way. Oh, God. Like And then, like, she was describing how she was going to die and all of this OB-GYN. And, like, everything she was describing was happening, time, like, frame after, like, time frame after time frame after time frame. And then she was like, and, and what's even crazier is she had that exact same thing. She was floating out of her body above the operating table. She knew exactly where each doctor was standing. Right? Oh, shit. What's even crazier... Is like my left side brain. When you were telling that story, my left brain, left brain, left side brain took over and was thinking, "Okay, she probably saw the people in, uh, the the person who uh, who flatlined, right? Right, like uh, yeah. She probably knew where everyone was standing already because she was awake and aware. And she and when she flatlined, you don't all automatically die, you know? Like you could probably hear, have some auditory stuff or yeah. whatever. Well, she was dead. More doctors came in to save her, and then. She told where the new doctors came in, she fucking placed them where they were. Yeah. After she was already gone.
0: <laughs> I didn't say that correctly. Like she the people brought more people brought okay, in okay, after okay. she yeah, was yeah, dead. Yeah. So And then she pointed them out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean
1: yeah, so that's exactly what happened with this lady. Yeah. And uh she obviously came back to tell the story, but like Ooh. it's fucking insane how like these these uh the, and these things that to. these skeptics yeah. do is like they just kinda like not brush them off like ah, yeah. she got lucky yeah. or oh, okay, and so did ninety seven percent of all the other
0: fucking people, right? Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, I'm talking about another premonition, this other one of the other people that they interviewed, uh, she like I can't remember what what her how she died, but she died, but they brought her back. And she's like, oh, like wakes up and goes, "Holy shit, Mama, you're gonna die in two years," and like, what? <sighs> She's like, yeah, you're going to die in two years. This woman just knew 100% that her mom was going to die in two years. And the mom says, yeah, whatever, you're, you know, whatever, you weren't, you died. It's nothing to worry about. Like, I'm not worrying about what you're saying. And then uh, one of the other interesting things is people, they will see somebody that they're like, that person's really familiar to me, but they don't know who they are. And they'll go through and they look at old photos. Yeah. And they'll see their great great grandma. Oh, and they're fuck, like, Oh yeah. fuck, yeah, she's yeah. the one I saw. And yeah. they'll just like, no. Anyway, this woman tells her mom, You're gonna die in two years. Fucking two years later, to the day uh mom and daughter were driving, mom was in the passenger seat, got hit on a head on collision, sisters survived, mom died. That's fucked. Yeah, crazy. dude, like I mean, so God. that's the thing that like, how I'm, does she know? Does she describe how she's going to die? No, she just knew that her mom was going to die. And that's the thing, like, I am so, like, I'm getting goosebumps and I'm, like, getting emotional thinking about it that, like, I want to know what happens so bad because, like, I just, I mean, it's just one of those answers, you know, like, you ever have a question that you really want answered and you finally get that answer and that satisfaction that comes with it, you know, like, that whole, uh. Adage, you know curiosity to kill the cat. Well, what they leave off at the, is curiosity to kill the cat, but the satisfaction brought it back. Oh, shit sure. yeah, okay, I like that, right? That's what I'm talking about. Like, I yeah. want to know, but it's like at the same time, like, I, I, whenever I tell people this, they're like, Bro, yeah, you're you'll, suicidal, you'll find out eventually. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> they're like, Well, man, you suicidal, are you getting like, No, no, I'm not. Suicidal. I don't want to die. Yeah. I just want to know what happens afterwards. Because I read these books. Like, I hate... I'm not religious at all. But uh, there's this phenomenal book that made me fucking cry. It's 90 Minutes in Heaven. Uh, about a little boy who gets, like, this bacterial infection. And, like, uh, they take him to the nearest hospital. It's somewhere in Nebraska, actually, where this happened. Fucking little boy dies... And he is, like, they're working on him, trying to bring him back for 90 minutes. And he leaves, and he sees Dad in this little fucking water closet, like, on his knees, just raving at God. Like, how could you kill my son? Like, he's just cursing God everywhere, everywhere, shape and form. Mm -hmm. Sees Mom sobbing uncontrollably. Sees the doctors working on him. And then throughout the rest of his life, like, the next couple of years that the dad wrote the book over, he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, I met my brother, my older brother, and the parents are like, bitch, what? Excuse me? What did you say? <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, you were pregnant before, but then the baby died, and, like, this is a fucking four-year-old that, uh, like, you know, so there's the thing in the Bible, like, uh, there are many mansions in my house, each one is, there's many houses or many mansions in my house, and... Each one is for you, and if I were not, if said it so, then it wouldn't be. And then you will sit at the right hand of my father, or you'll sit at my right side. This kid goes on to talk about how, like, yeah, he sat at this guy's right side, and he was really nice and really gentle and peaceful. It's like, this kid doesn't know the Bible the way that these parents did. They're like, oh, this motherfucker's talking about sitting next to Jesus? What? I'm sorry, God. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but it's like. So, that's my thing. It's like, I can't wrap my head around all these people having these experiences. And the big question that we haven't tackled yet is, what about hell? Well, that's going to be in the awful yeah, aspect of it. Right. Yeah, but so. I think, I don't think that there is one. And I don't think that, some people say like, but Lord, Hitler. Hitler obviously went to hell, right? So No, that's not necessarily. Because... You're keeping your mind too constrained to these ideas that you have yeah. that, okay, well, there's God. And if there's a God, you have to believe in the devil. Why? Some dude wrote that 2,000 years ago in the sure. Bible. Yeah. Like, there could be a God. I could be wrong. And I could die. And when I get up there, God's like, bro, you were throwing some major fucking shade during your life.
1: Or, yeah. <laughs> this is what I, this is, my mom fucking hates this when I bring this up. Okay. <laughs> I always say. And I'm not trying to, like, outsmart the Bible or outsmart God or outsmart whatever. You know, it's like, it's just a simple logic, logical fallacy here. If I am trying to live a righteous life without God, God would understand that because he's an all-knowing being. Right, exactly. (laughs) And if he's an all-knowing being that loves infinitely, Mm -hmm. and he knew I was righteous on earth but just didn't accept him to be true because... Kinda seems like it's not true.
0: Yeah,
1: he would understand that. Yeah, (laughs) don't you think he would let me into heaven for that? Yeah, he wouldn't just let this poor soul go down to hell, would
0: he? Yeah, Uh, but maybe
1: that's just human logic.
0: Whatever the fuck that means. You know, that's I'm the same fucking way. Like, listen, like I don't need to be told. I I was taught. Don't rape, don't steal, don't kill, don't murder. Don't, don't do these things. not God and not do things. shitty things. Yeah. So, like, I don't do those things. Yeah. Like, I'm kind to one another, to another people. Like, I try to be nice to everyone that I can. Yeah. Not because I'm thinking of getting some fucking reward at the end of my life. But because in that moment, I want to be. Yeah. I mean, even if I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Like, if someone is coming up to me and being nice to me, Or, like, smiles at me. And great, and it's like, dude, like, you have no idea how much that fucking means to me. Like, I was having a shitty day. Mm -hmm. Everyone was being a dick to me. And then one person was nice to me. That turns my fucking shit around. That's right. So, that's me. I want to be that one person for somebody. Yeah. Whether it's, I'm getting cigarettes at a gas station. I'm getting food from a drive-thru. Like, I'm always like, yeah, man, hello, how you doing? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm kind to people because... I know what that feels like. It takes more effort to be a dick than it does to be kind. Yeah. I know what it feels like to be that one person that is so just you feeling down and out and having somebody come up to you and being nice to you. And it just makes me fucking feel good to be nice to other people. So if at the end of my life. You selfish son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of my life, whatever that may be, if I get up to heaven and it's guy, you know, St. Peter with a fucking book trying to, you know, checking people in. He gets up to me and goes, well, bro, I see here you. you did a lot of good, but you didn't believe. You didn't do the one goodest thing. Yeah, which, which is, is believing in God. Yeah, believe unconditionally. You should
1: have done that, bro. Yeah, so, Sorry. therefore,
0: way to go. You, get, you get to in yeah. hell. Like, No, have I, fun it, getting fucked by the devil's dick. Yeah, like, I just, I can't. Yeah. I, I refuse to believe that that's the case. Now, if I want to state this, if religion brings you comfort, yeah by all if means. you get if you get solace, praying to God, going to church, being a part of that community, if it brings you comfort on any level, good, do it. I'm not telling anyone not to do those things right because this is just my experience. I, I can't go to a church, a Catholic church and not be angry at the fact that they've protected pedophiles. Since the dawn of existence, I can't go to a Catholic church when their priests have to take vows of poverty, and they're one of the richest organizations in the world. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't. I can't. Like the hypocrisy makes me fucking sick. There's a difference. There is a difference between religion
1: and Christianity.
0: Yeah, there's a so, difference between
1: like, religion and spiritual. Spirit. I yeah, spiritual. That's a better way to yeah. put it. Spirituality, spirituality of, uh, and Yeah, because. I think there's multitude of layers, mul- not layers, multitude of ways to get to God, yeah. to get to the afterlife, to get to whatever you think what God is, right? There are different ways of getting there. It's like, you, it, an all-knowing, but, uh, benevolent, loving God, infinite love of God, right, wouldn't just let, what, how, how many people are in East Asia? Billions. Billions. A couple billion people out yeah. to dry. They're <laughs> like, sorry you never learned about Jesus Christ. You're right. going to hell now. Well, you know, he's not going to do that. Yeah. So, like the North Krishna S- is now the same God as God or whatever. Yeah. You know, Like the North Sennelese Island. Have you heard about that? Um, is that the one that uh, some anthropologist got fucking speared to death because he tried to contact them? Oh, a like, couple people have been murdered by them. Yeah, the
0: North Sentinelese are—they're uh, contacted tribe, right? Pre-humans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they've been un- on contact for yeah. like the last twenty-five years. Uh, recently, some fucking dipshit missionary was going like, "I have to go teach these savages about Jesus." Yeah, and he was murdered, mm-hmm. and everyone, like their parents and everyone in the church, were like, "We're upset about it," but like, the government was like, "No, he did that shit illegally." Yeah, like we told him he couldn't go because he would be murdered. And it's illegal to go there because you'll be murdered. Yeah. And then he went there illegally on his own and was murdered. Like you, play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. Like that's the both thing that yeah I can't. The one thing I hate most about religion is forcing it on other people. Like I don't force people to be atheists or to have an open mind. Yeah, I used to, to that guy. I used to be the guy that uh, would just
1: any person who was religious. Yeah, I would I would try and argue with them about it well now I'm just like gives the peace bro yeah more power to you you know my
0: thing if I find somebody who's religious I want to talk to them I want to I want to like why like what I'm not being angry or facetious or being an asshole like what why do you believe because I'm generally curious like I had a girl who was uh, Muslim in my one of my math classes and I went out to her uh it was after a test and we got let out early and uh, I was waiting for my teacher to grade my test and we were sitting in the little commons, this was pre-COVID and I was just talking to her because she always wore hijab and I was like, don't I, as a 20th century man here, I see a hijab and I was like, that shit's fucking impressive. But then I was like, I, like after the words came out of my fucking mouth. I was like no it's not. I don't say that about nuns. I don't say that about Jews who cover their heads with their yarmulkes. Good, I don't say that about one. women who uh, yeah. dress modestly for their church. The Amish, Is yeah. That I don't about say about the Amish, Amish like that's yeah. part of their faith. And Bronx bring up! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I haven't seen sex drive in such <laughs> a long I watched time. That yeah. was so fucking funny, right? But
0: <laughs> I was able to talk to her, and I was like, I tried to be like, don't you find that Islam's fucking oppressive of females? Like, I mean, there are, right? And she was like, no. Like, I'm able to do what I want to do. Like, I'm able to go to school. I'm learning now. Yeah. Like, if I were in... I can't remember. I think she was from... Like, her f- parents were from the Sudan. And... Or... Fuck, I can't remember where she was from. But... Like, she's gone home a couple of times. And she has to be, like, super strict when she goes home. But, like, being in the West now, being in Omaha, Nebraska, she's like, no, I just... It's... Part of my faith to, you know, pray five times a day to go to a temple uh, or go to, I think they say go, she said go to temple, like go to the mosque to, to pray and speak with the imam and all that stuff. And I was just like, I was so mad at myself that I didn't think of the, like, uh, the habits that nuns wear. nuns wear as being oppressive. Until I actually said it out loud and was stupid about it. Oh,
1: well, I mean, because yeah, that's we, the
0: realization you have when you say stupid shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It was seriously like fuck in, in instant. Yeah, I said, "Don't isn't that a job oppressive?" Oh, fuck, no, it's not. Uh, it's just a form of, of white male yeah. privilege. Talking. Yeah, that's just you just <laughs> being modest. Like that is just a part of the faith that you follow. Yeah, and it's like I I just I felt so goddamn stupid. We talked for like an hour and a half and it was one of the most enlightening conversations I've ever had. And she was, at the end of it, she was like, man, I'm so fucking glad we had this conversation. I was like, fuck yeah, me too. Like, oh my God. But, so, let's get back to the afterlife. Like, the awesome aspects that I think uh, exist. If there is an afterlife, I think one of the things is that that if, It's for everyone. Well, for sure. Uh, Um, I think that's one of the best awesome aspects of it is that we're all going to be able to experience it. In one way or another. Yeah. Um, For sure, anybody who
1: claims one thing one way or another is a fool. So, the atheist who claims there's no afterlife is as much of a fool as the Christian who guarantees there's an afterlife. Right. Because nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, there's just no no way of knowing until you're actually there, yeah. or if you ever get there. You know, one way or the other, you're going to find out, right? Or you'd never find out. <laughs> you know, so so
0: claiming or guaranteeing one way or the other is just dumb. You know. Yeah. So, That's um, the, one of the things I have I hated about atheists is they're like with 100 there is no God. Yeah. It's like no. They, they're usually
1: very pompous about it too. Yeah. You know, it's like
0: oh, you
1: believe in. Jesus what it, idiot. Like, for the know? same reasons you're yeah.
0: saying that there is no God, yeah. then you can argue that there is one. i like, cool, buddy. Yeah. Go on with your merry way and, and live your cynical life. <laughs> you know, that's how I
1: look at it, you know. And uh but to tie it back into the near death experience stuff, my mom actually had an experience. But Ooh, the, this is weird though. Weird. Is the fact your when you're bringing all this up, wow. it started uh connecting things with me, you know, right? It's about uh, uh I didn't realize it's ninety seven percent of the people who actually these things. My mom told me all of these things. Oh damn! Yeah, she was living with Uncle Doug, and my and her, and my dad, and That's my sister were all living with Uncle Doug. With uh, um, right after they sold their house on Thirty Sixth Street. Okay. So um, and she was pregnant with me at the time, and she's definitely allergic to cats. And my Uncle Doug has a cat. So what I'm thinking happened, right? This is just me. She she claims that she went to heaven. She claims that she went to heaven, and saw her her grandpa, or saw her uncle Berg Berg Bergie Bergie, Berg, Berg, Berg? uh, Berg, with a G, hmm. and uh, he talked to her, said everything's fine, I'm cool up here, that's fine, yeah. and, you know, and and she what she said is she saw a blinding, peaceful light, yeah. that is the brightest light she's ever seen in her entire life, and it was calm, It just calming, yeah. everything was going to be all right. Is she knew it. She fucking knew it. It's like, there's no, it, and it never said anything to her. The light never said anything. Mm-hmm. The, um, she never said anything. She doesn't even know how she got there. She just kind of was just there. You know, I, I, she said it was a dream. I think it was a near-death experience because she probably couldn't breathe, yeah. you know, because the cat. So, what probably happened is she couldn't breathe because of the cat and uh, less oxygen to the brain makes you hallucinate. And, you know, it was my left brain taking over yeah. again. But, you know, Um, she said all of a sudden she was there and um, she said she when she was talking to her uncle I think I think it's her uncle she said he was she recognized him immediately never met him before
0: apparently oh shit
1: yeah and she recognized him immediately knew who he was he recognized her immediately came over started talking to her said everything's fine blah 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 she said that the only time she seen him was he was dying dying of cancer when she was like four or five years old in his living room. He was like a hundred, like 90, 90 or a hundred pounds, six foot, something some odd man, big old dude, but super skinny because he was obviously dying. And, uh, she said that he looked incredibly healthy. Like, the most healthiest form she's, uh, uh ever. Right? So it's like his perfect form. Damn. So it's like, um, and then she said, I, I, I cause I, me being a skeptic, you know, like I was like, okay, mom, whatever, you know, like I'm not. I try to be as as less condescending as I can about these things because it's super deeply personal with people, yeah. you know. So it's like if I go, like, oh yeah, okay, you were just hallucinating, mom. You yeah. stupid idiot, you know. I, I sound just like that atheist, yeah, right. But so I, uh, <laughs> and after a couple acid trips, I believe that she believes it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so because you know, with the acid trips and when you hallucinate or I've never done DMT, but I'm assuming it's the same kind of experience right. is what's going on is real. Yeah. You know, like there's no discerning it from, from reality, yeah. you know? And, um, so I believe her, yeah. you know, a hundred percent believer, but whether that's the truest form of the afterlife, you know, it's anybody's fucking guess. So, but with as many stories like that, that there are, I think it, it needs some serious inquiry. It needs some serious scientific research into this. Yeah. And uh, we need to legalize drugs. Yeah, right. You know, like, we need to figure out how to get there and what state to be in and, you know, and and, and figure
0: out what the fuck is actually going on. See, that's one of the things we talked about in the beginning. The being, being able to... Uh, Disassociate or uh, see your like uh, out-of-body experience while under anesthesia, like you're in such a deep form of sleep that I think that that kind of explains why like people have like find nir- Nirvana or like have like these moments of peace or uh, serenity mm-hmm. when they are uh, like when they're doing like so when they're like, doing DMT. Or they get to a state of meditation that they're able to have these out of body yeah, experiences, the holotropic breathing, yeah. and yeah, yeah. There's people can actually get there on their own. Yeah. That I think that it's, I don't know, it's just that it explains a way—not explains a way, but it explains that why it can happen while underneath anesthesia. Yeah, because our bodies are capable of doing that on their own, and I think just the anesthesia helps with that. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just, uh, I am really just beyond fascinated with, uh, beyond fascinated with the the human's capability of getting to the other side, of, uh, experiencing these things, because people kind of have a about talk about experiencing, uh, like those, uh, Dmt stories we showed us on Comedy Central. <laughs> Those are fantastic. Yeah. Well, like how that like dude had a, a, a hallucinogen hallucinogen girlfriend. Yeah, he had a, a and, DMT girlfriend. Yeah. yeah then, <laughs> like, but he was his friend went and took DMT and met her and, and met and, her in yeah. that realm. That's, that's
1: the fucking craziest story. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. what part of He's that like? Is, well, they really like you here.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what. Uh, that's what. So uh, just. For for anybody who's listening, the uh, the story goes is he does DMT right, he's, he, and he does the th- this guy who's talking. He does DMT, and uh, he's done it multiple times before, right? He's so every single most of the time he does it, he it gets involved with this, you know, um, what the uh, the spirit is what he calls it, right? This this DMT spirit that knows him and is separate from him, and. Uh, and he is doing it with his friend, who's first time he's ever done it. His friend, first time his friend has ever done it. And uh, he uh, he comes out of it. Uh, the guy talking comes out of the out of the trip, and then has his friend do it, right? So, and then he his friend his his friend does DMT right after he does, and he's freaking out, right? But then he uh, he calms down, gets into the gets into a uh, into a, his uh, high state, and the entities or the spirits, um, he called them elves in the in the video, were saying, "Wow!" And then he goes, "We're we're saying that he really likes him, but yeah. not not his friend." So his friend was saying that spirits in that realm really like the dude telling the story
0: yeah and so if I were to do yeah, it yeah and then Dan has been the guy who does who experiments a lot if I go for the first time I come back like Dan those people really like you there yeah 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 and it's a uh, it's it's crazy it, i i'm really really
1: really mm-hmm. excited to do it but also, absolutely terrified. <laughs> that's the same thing
0: too. The only yeah. thing that I'm, like, really happy about is that it's not permanent. Right. It's, and, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't... It's way really yeah. better than acid, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because acid just takes for fucking ever to get done with. And know. also, it doesn't seem to have any permanent side effects. Uh, that's what I hear. I don't yeah. fucking know. I'm so, like, I mean, uh, like, there's always that risk of, like, you know, you get a bad batch of LSD or something, and you're, like... Yeah, you know, like I've heard people having like personality changes. Really? Uh, yeah. So, when a guy I used to work with, uh, this was he was a quite older gentleman when I worked with him. He since passed, unfortunately. Uh, but he was doing acid with a buddy of his in the Navy, and they're on shore leave or whatever. And they're at his house, and they're having a good time. And his girlfriend comes over and tells his buddy that she's pregnant with his kid. This dude starts freaking the fuck out, like, goes into the corner, grabs a Bible, starts reading it, going back and forth, and after his trip ended, he's never been the same. Like, he's had a complete reversal of his personality, to where he was a fun, jovial guy, to now he was serious, calm, and she just said that to him in his middle of his trip, because she was pissed off that he was doing drugs. And,
1: what a... What a bitch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what an asshole thing to do to somebody, God. especially in an acid trip. Right? Yeah, somebody, can, that's clearly somebody who's never done acid. Right? Therapy, yeah, you know, like you don't do that yeah. because you can fuck somebody up. Yeah. You know? So I mean, yeah. he just
0: his personality completely yeah. changed, and I was like, "Ooh, you know, I don't want that to happen to me." So, huh. but I don't know. I mean, it's a that's why you gotta you know do it in a safe
1: setting. Yeah, gotta have the set and setting. You know, I, I mean, anybody who's in the drug world yeah. knows about that. You know, never do. For the kids out there listening, I right? don't condone condone drug use that much. <laughs> um, and but if you do drugs, do them safe. You know, like, like do them with people you do trust. Do with people you trust. Do the test your drugs. Yeah. The t- drug testing kit, kits cost like fifteen bucks. Do it. <laughs> Make sure you're not snorting Drano right or smoking. Yeah, don't huff freon because yeah. that'll fuck you up. Um, do there's a whole bunch of legit chemicals out there that will take you into outer space that will not have long lasting effects yeah. you know do your own research and find them on the internet <laughs> but don't officially that's officially my stance because it's draconian drug laws
0: but uh, yeah I but no, man, so i just i think the afterlife is real i think that we can get there through several different means whether it's Having a near death experience, uh, which I don't recommend anyone doing because there's a whole movie about flatliners. Flat flatliners. Uh, so, what good? Uh, then also, I think we can get there by like DMT. I really think that. We, I
1: think I think that opens up a portal to the to the to other world. Yeah, and I think the other world is always here. Yeah, it's just in a different dimension that we just can't see. Right. Yeah. I you mean, know, that's but, the thing.
0: Yeah. Like we haven't even gotten into like the different aspects of. What the afterlife could be? That's I mean, <laughs> where I was gonna do. Yeah, like it could be <laughs> good segue. Yeah, it could be another dimension. Yeah, like we could just go from being in this three D realm that we are in to slipping into the fourth dimension, uh, or you know, like uh, another a parallel universe, or like I mean, the upside down. Yeah, the upside down. <laughs> we can talk about Stranger Things. I don't know, like so. All right, uh, I have this s- actually
1: written down as ghosts since spirits in my awesome part. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's
0: one thing that because I, yeah. I, I don't know. I have never had. To, I've had one experience, and yeah. I've, I've never actually told you this about yeah, it. I don't think so. No. All right. So I was working at a restaurant. And it's called Pepper Jack's Grill. Shout out um, to Pepper Jacks. Shout out to Pepper Jacks. I was working there with my manager. It was just me and him. Slow day, and I was doing dishes and whatnot. And there was there was a threefold sink, so it was you know sanitize so, uh, or soak. Rinse, sanitize. Sure. And the, on the soak part, there's this little shelf that came out on top of the sink from the that was level with the hole of the sink. I mean, you put a bunch of shit there and then go out and bust some more tables. Well, I went in there one day, and uh, we're, we're not busy at all, and I take a handful of forks from the tables that are out there. I mean, bust them all, throw away all the shit, and I throw the forks down, damn. Key part, I throw them down, they scatter, and there's five or six of them. But they just land randomly. I'm not like trying to be on the shelf unit. Okay. I'm not trying to be like, I'm not an asshole, I'm not being mean, I'm not being loud or angry. I just kind of just toss them down because I've got to go grab some more shit. I come back two minutes later. Those five or six forks that I threw out are gone except for three in a line at an angle. And I'm like, bro, are you fucking with my forks here? And my manager, he was in his room the entire, the little manager office. And he was like, he rolls out. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, these forks. Did you put these forks in this line? This is you and your manager. It's me and my manager. He's like, no, why would I do that? And I was like, I don't know. I threw fuck them down. Because you're know, not getting fucked with? Yeah, I like, I threw them down and they were all I scattered them. Yeah. And now there's there's only three here and I threw down like seven and these three are in a line at an angle. He's like, no, I didn't fuck with them. And he goes back to work. And this dude's never yeah. like a practical joker. Like he's just, he's a great guy. He's one of my best friends to this day. I believe him. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It's a morning shift. Uh, I go home and at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm living by myself. I'm 18 years old, and I live on the third story of this apartment. I love this fucking apartment because it overlooked the pool. And at night they would shine lights on the pool, and it would reflect the light. It's like all watery mm. on our buildings, and it just looked like I was in a fucking grotto. Yeah, it was wonderful. But the pool was just about to open up. That they, it uh, had already had been opened up, but no one was in the pool that day. I get home, go out to my balcony, I have a cigarette, I look down, and I see all the uh, chairs are jumbled around. There's a whole bunch of them. They're not, none of them are, are in any sensible order. The pool gate opens and closed unbelievably loud. Now, when I was 18, I was dirt-fucking-cheap, and I never turned on the AC. Windows were open constantly, so I could just have oh fresh sense. air coming in. Uh, so... I'm tired as fuck. I throw out my put out my cigarette. I look down again, just at the pool, thinking like I can't wait for tonight. The lights are gonna look dope. I come in, leave the door open, the a sliding glass door open. Walk into my one-bedroom apartment. So I go from living room into my room. I could hear cars driving by and everything. I never heard the gate open. I get into bed, and I, as I'm getting into bed, I look out the window. Three chairs are by themselves. There's nothing around them, and they're all at an angle, like right next to one another, at an angle, at the same angle as the forks, just as like the forks were. <laughs> that gave me
1: goosebumps. Bro. And That's I'm like, like, dude,
0: what the fuck? Yeah. And like, there's no one in there. That's the same day. Same day. Oh, there's no shit. one in the pool deck, like on the, in the pool. There's no one around the pool. I. I mean, it was literally, damn like 30 seconds from walking into my room, walking into my apartment, walking into my room, getting into bed, looking out the window randomly. There has to be security tape, right? No, I don't think there was. Uh, but, uh, uh, so then I'm like freaking out now because I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, I'm laying down and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, like, I just feel this breeze come from this like my bed was bed was in a corner of the bedroom and uh i have i'm to where i'm laying down and i feel breeze coming from the fucking wall not from the window and it like slides over me and i can just smell this old perfume that i've smelled before i have not smelled it since but i know i smelled it before and like i just feel really good i'm like Oh my god, like I get like goosebumps and I start feeling like like emotional, like yeah. it just brings back that sense memory. And uh, I'm like, okay, I've smelled this before, I know I have. And people are like, Oh well, you know, the AC from the the guy from the rest of the apartment. Okay, so the apartment building that I lived in was the and of the building. It was one long building and I lived in the last, there's these two, uh, uh, when you walk in, there's one apartment going up uh, and those are on the very end. Mine was right there. So it goes apartment, staircase, apartment, huge hallway, uh, other part of the building, more apartments. So there's really only, uh, I think there's total of six apartments here. In my end of the apartment building, directly below me is a biker who worked at Whole Foods and uh, wasn't one of the nicest guys I've ever met. One, a great neighbor, but he lives directly below me. He doesn't have any uh, perfume or anything, and the AC was turned off, and it came from my fucking wall. It didn't come from a vent or anything. Yeah. The people who live directly next to us are from the, were, f- were from the Sudan and had uh, some of the most delicious smells I've ever smelled, also some of the worst, right. came from their apartment, from their cooking. They never had anything flowery or perfumey or anything like that. The apartment below the Sudanese family was unoccupied. And then the people down the third the, the first floor, like going down into the fucking basement, I had never met, but yeah. how is their perfume? It wouldn't, that wouldn't. Yeah, would gonna be come it. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is the only thing that has ever happened to me, remotely supernatural. It happened mm. when I was 18. Now okay. I've been, I'm open for it. I want to believe. I yeah. do. I want to believe that there are ghosts and spirits and all that stuff. But that's the only thing that happened to me. I don't know why. It's the I have three brothers. Maybe that has something to do with it. They're all still alive today. I mean. Uh, I have me, two right? brothers. Yeah. I have the third brother, yeah. but like, yeah, it's just the three in a row, man, at an angle. It was so fucking bizarre. you you got to hang out with me
1: more, because I have ghostly experiences, monthly at least, if not daily. Yeah. What happened? Talk to me. Here. I mean, literally, this house is haunted. Oh, shit. Like, um, I don't know if it's because it's an old house. The old owner died in this house or what? I mean like I think just when it comes circle all the way back around energy just gets transferred into something else, right? right? So if you die in a place, that's the one thing where your energy is literally being transferred out of this flesh sack that we call a body, right? So if your energy or your soul or your essence or your being or whatever the hell you want to call it mm-hmm. gets transferred into the into your surroundings, one hospitals have to be fucking Extremely haunted, right? And but two, I had a uh, the lady who owned this house, I guess, this owner before me, before that one, so the second, whatever. So, yeah, the I had the owner and then the owner before me, the owner before me, and then the owner before that. That's the one who died, so about 10 years ago. Okay, she died, uh, up in her bedroom upstairs. When I was living here, uh, with me and just my one roommate, Brandon when he was when he didn't come home one night or a couple couple nights out of the week when he would hang out with his girlfriend or be doing whatever right he uh i would hear footsteps walking up and down the hallway and i live in the basement and i in the hallway is right here right above us yeah. so yeah and it's undeniable it's not just my house creaking Right. It's not just the wind rattling or moving my house around and, and the boards creaking. It is. Doo,
0: doo, doo, doo.
1: And it's heavy footsteps because she was a bigger lady, apparently. Damn. And I know, almost know for a fact, it's, the, it's that old woman because she was a crazy cat lady, too. <laughs> and since I've had my cats, uh, they freak out. Ooh. They freak out almost nightly. That door right there. There's a reason that that uh, my uh, rec- uh, for anybody who's listening, my recliner is in front of uh, my basement door. My basement uh, under it's a storage. So basically, it's under under the steps storage. I didn't even know there's a door. Over yeah. There. So uh, and and it locks from the outside, which is fucking. That's crazy to I me. Mean, yeah. Who the fuck is locking something in there? Yeah. From the outside. That's good. You know, that's like I get it if you, if the if the lock would turn around. If yeah. you lock it from the inside, it's like put something but is it very valuable and the only way to get in there is a the key with a key. Right. That makes sense. But when the when you lock something in there to where the thing that's in there can't get out? Yeah. That freaks me the fuck out and it's underneath the stairs. It's like holy shit. What the hell kind of dark shit happened in my house, you know? Yeah. Um, either way, that's a that's a tangent. Um, they freak out almost nightly. Maybe every other night, right? And they are clawing at the underneath part of that door. Ooh. They're, they're like, they're looking underneath. They're clawing. They're putting their paws underneath the door trying to get something. There's nothing in there except totes. There's a couple totes in there from my, uh, from my move that I just threw in there because I don't have any other fucking place to put it. Yeah. They keep clawing at it, clawing at it, clawing at it. So I had to fucking eventually I had to put the recliner in front of that door so they don't claw at it anymore. Yeah. I'm like, and and every every single time, especially when I'm high, I go, what the fuck's going on in there? You know, like what is, what happened in that door to where like there's some sort of weird dark energy in there? Yeah. You know, and I was on an acid trip. I don't do it that much. I've talked about it a lot, but I don't. I, I've done it three times in my life. But I was on an, at the acid trip yeah. before the last one I just did. Uh, Rachel and I came back to my house, mm-hmm. and I came down the stairs from uh, outside, and I'm, I I get in my uh, get get into this this room, and all of a sudden I just have this fucking weird feeling, like I don't feel comfortable in my own house, kind of Ooh. feeling. And I'm just like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You know, like my heart starts beating really fast, really fast. Mm-hmm. She bring she brought her dog along that day too. And her dog darts to that fucking door, dude. Animals have an instinct for this shit, man. Yeah. And and he's like clawing underneath the bed again. I'm like, there's nothing in there, Boots. What are you doing? The Boots is the name of the dog. Like, there's nothing in there, Boots. What are you doing? You know, I'm freaking out. You know, I'm like, whatever. And uh, uh. And I'm just like, I, I'm getting weird energy from here. From this. We have to go back to your place. And she was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I, just, I don't like this at all. I feel like this feels like a dungeon down here. I feel like, feel like I'm in a prison, you know? Like, that door's freaking me out. There's some really, really bad, bad, bad issues going on with that door. And, like, I, I was, I was, I was, happy, like, this is the start of a bad trip kind of thing. Right. I'm like, I have to go. I, like, left her in my basement and walked outside in my backyard.
0: <laughs>
1: like, uh, there's some dark dark shit in that fucking uh, yeah. room, and I don't know what it is, and I, I'm really scared to find out,
0: so, have you investigated inside of it at all, what do you mean, like, uh, I know you said you put some stuff in there, but did you ever like, I don't know, like, take like a black light to it, uh, oh, that's a good idea, I should, yeah. Uh, yeah. just, I don't know, just kind of see if there's, maybe like do a meditation set, uh, session in there, Oh, that's just oh. creepy. That's,
1: uh, <laughs> that's taking it to deep into the dead. deep end there, dude. Fuck it, man. That's how I do things, yeah. you know. Like, like, I, I'm, 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 what's the worst that can happen?
0: Yeah, I, honestly, yeah.
1: You know, like, oh, they touched me. Like, like, like they, they play with my hair. Like, they, they massage my shoulders. What hair, dude?
0: Whatever. <laughs> you know?
1: well, they put their hair their, yeah. their fingers through my uh, through my uh, beard. My yes. Yeah.
0: Ooh, oh that just gave yeah, me the fucking right? willies. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, man. like. What are you, you gonna fucking possess me? Like, is that a thing? Like, if if that's the case, they'd have done it while I was sleeping, right? Yeah. You know, like what the fuck? You know, so it's like probably not that scary. They're probably just fucking with me, yeah. or or they're trying to let me know something. Right. If I go in there and, and actually try and like meditate, let them in. <sighs> that kind of gave me a scary. That gave right. me a scary thought. Actually, I don't know if I
0: want to do that now. <laughs> but well, everyone yeah. like uh, one of my cousins. I was like, dude, you, you ever fuck around with a Ouija board? He was like, "I don't mess around oh, with Ouija boards, bro. Okay. That just invites darkness into your life." And okay, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Let me th- let me talk about this before.
1: Let me interrupt yeah. you real quick. Sorry,
0: we can actually talk
1: about Ouija boards on the next one.
0: Uh, actually, okay. you know what? I'm not going to interrupt you. Just keep going. They were made by Hasbro. Really? Yeah. That's. I mean, that, right. that's that was the answer. A, it's a board game. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a, yeah. It's it's a board game. That's literally what they are. But.
1: Yeah, okay. It is a means. To the, it's a means to talk to the other side. And we can do it tonight if you want. Do you have one? No, but I have a means. Yeah. I have a story. Okay. So in my other apartment, or my my only apartment I've ever lived in, I guess is a second apartment. So the the place I lived at before this, I think I am a haunted being, oh, or, okay. or, or 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 somebody, something a, a spirit follows. A spirit falls around. Okay. Follows oh. me around. Basically, what happened is, my but me and my buddy Jake, we were drunk. At my, in my apartment. And we did the Stranger Things thing. Uh, uh, oh. With the, the letters. Okay. Yeah, we didn't do the lights. <laughs> but what, what I have is I have a... Uh, um, I fucked around and bought some magnets for my... Uh, some letter magnets for my, my fridge. Right. And um, I don't know what we were doing, but, like, uh, the, the magnets fell off of my fridge. I think I, I might have bumped it or something. I don't know. They're, they're cheap magnets. So... Um, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You yeah, know, we were already freaking out because some ghostly experience has already happened that night. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, a picture fell off the wall. Like that was in my room that we were out in the living room in my bedroom. Oh, yeah. Which is across the way, or, 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 like, so the other side of, of, the, of the wall and I, I look around like we heard a crash. We go in there and check it out and like, it's just my, it's actually that Cubs picture. See that Wrigley Field picture? Yeah. That thing fell off my, uh, my mantle. And I look around, I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess maybe, like, you know, the backing fell off or, like, something happened. Nothing. It's just off. And what happened is it fell forward. So it didn't just fall straight down. It, it like, fell like some something threw it. So, like, there's no way physics, the physics didn't make sense as right. to how it fell. Unless only by somebody throwing it. So, um, we were like, oh, that's fucking creepy, you know, like, we're drunk already, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I have an idea. So we fucking put those pictures, or those, uh, uh, not pictures, uh, magnets on my table. Right. And, uh, we hold up a pendulum kind of thing. It was my headphones at the time. And we were just holding it up, just vertically. And we were talking to it. We were just like, what's your name? Or we were like, we were, the first thing we were just fucking around, was we like, are you here? Say Hi. Let us know you're here. Hello, hello, hello. Like just saying right. random shit, and we're just holding it, and it's the fucking headphones start moving, bro, bro. <laughs> but I did. I was like, ah, oh. you know, maybe it's just like my, my arms getting tired because I'm the one holding it, yeah, and I'm not moving it, like trying to fucking make it make it go. I'm just holding it up. I'm like, see, I'm getting goosebumps, yeah.
0: Um,
1: and uh, it starts moving. I'm like. Well, and like, with Jake, no, Jake's might have been my best friend since kindergarten, or third grade, and he knows my reactions, he knows I'm not fucking around, Yeah. so I'm just like, I'm holding it, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm probably getting the same goosebumps style yeah. that's going on right now, and uh, it just starts moving, I'm like, okay, okay, let's figure out a rational way to rationalize this, yeah. you know, like, this isn't I happening, see the goosebumps yeah, I exactly, right yeah. yeah, and his oh my god, you right? can definitely tell him, I'm yeah. telling the truth, right? And so, and then, like, it just kept going to the same spot. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's like the wind or something, you know? Right. And I'm like, it kept going to H, you know, it kept going to H. Like, oh, the fuck, is it? like, are you trying to spell your name? What's your name? What are you trying to say? And then it kind of like shifted a little bit over to the I, and like in between it, in between the H and the I, and it kept going, kept going to the same spot. And uh, he was like, "It's not trying to spell anything, bro." That's what Jake said. Like, my hair, is yeah, are standing up right now. I can now. see it. Yeah, Jesus. And uh, he's like, it's not trying to spell anything. It's just saying hi. I was freaked the fuck out. Dude. <laughs> I'm still freaked the fuck out. That was like two years ago. Three years ago now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good way to end the awesome part.